Hello and welcome to the California Workers' Compensation Report. Today is Tuesday, May 16th, and I'm here with Martin, the RateFast intern. Hi, Martin. Hey, Claire. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Not bad. I'm actually coming to you guys uh, live from a bar in Minneapolis. So wow. if there's any parking lot related noises, I for- please forgive me. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Yes. Uh, and enjoy the, the sights. Do you have a good view from the parking lot? Um, it's a little industrial. We're at a brewery, so we're kind of in that part of town. But luckily, you can do math from anywhere. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like a brewery, outside a brewery, is a great place. You know, engineering and the science of chemistry all around. Most definitely. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Uh, today, we're going to be looking at percentiles, which, you know, is relevant in workers' compensation because we have to give these percentages of impairment. But let's uh, back up a bit and just start off with what, how would you define a percentile rank- ranking? For sure, yeah. I think percentile is a good topic. Um, we can talk about their definition, their example, and then kind of get into their importance uh, within RateFast and sort of the medical community as a whole. So a percentile is a useful tool to kind of see how you stack up against existing data. And I think everyone's most uh, common example of this is in test scores. So with the GRE or the ACT, um, people often give you results like, oh, you fell into the 65th percentile. What does that mean? That means you beat out of the data of the people taking the test that year you ranked higher than 65% of every other test taker. It could have been by a wide margin or very narrow margin, but 65% of applicants scored your score or lower. And that's sort of like a broad stroke definition. And within the mathematical community, there's actually a little bit of debate about how to exactly define that cutoff. Mm. Some people say uh, 65th percentile is greater than or greater than or equal to, and that might seem like a minute difference. Um, but when data sets are small, it can make it can make some small changes. Lucky for us, and certainly within the ACT or GRE, very popular tests, those distinctions don't matter a whole lot. And it just gives you like a nice ballpark reference for how you stack up against other people. Sure, that makes sense. So in in the kind of world of workers' compensation though what what exactly are we talking about with percentages and how how are they calculated? Okay, sure. So um, first, you're going to need your data. So uh, a good example I think we can talk about uh, within the medical community is in the 1970s and 80s, a uh, survey was sent out and all this data was compiled on the BMI, the body mass index of American citizens. Mm-hmm. And then from that, the standards for what constitutes a healthy weight, overweight, and obese were set. And they set, uh, let me see, overweight was set at the 85th percentile, and then obese was set at the 95th percentile. Um, so that means if you, in that time period, had a weight that was in the like top 15% mm-hmm. of all Americans, you'd be considered overweight, and if you're in the top 5% of that, you would be uh, considered obese. And so... To do that, they just had to collect all the data, order it, and then, like, as simple as it sounds, basically just, like, count up until you've, uh, you know, encompassed 85 or 95% of all your data. Definitely. That, ma- that makes um, 
total sense. And I feel like with those kind of numbers, you know, that's something that we all hear about every day, but it's, it's good to remember that that's a mathematical term and has some kind of these mathematical groundings. Yeah, you're right that we hear about them. There was a, with that sort of, um, let me start that over. Yeah. You're right that we hear about these in the news. Um, there was a U.S. News and World Report headline that read something like 17% of Americans fall in the top, in the 95th percentile. And that's like a complete abuse of, uh, mathematics right there. So that, that statement doesn't make sense, right? Like you couldn't have 17% of the, you know, U.S. population falling in the 95th percentile because the 95th percentile is always just going to be 5% of people, right? Right. So that uh, this was actually talking about uh, obesity rates as well. And uh, the cause of that, that headline was that like the weight spectrum of Americans has shifted towards the heavy end, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And so more and more people, based on the 1980s cutoff, are now in that upper... Uh, category of obese. And so they really shouldn't say there that they're in a 95th percentile because they're using new data with old data and that can kind of lead to some confusion. So I'm glad we're talking about percentiles here. Yes, that is so true. And it's important to, uh, to remember kind of the logic in, in the middle of all this that math should always just make sense and, uh, it can be used easily, especially I think with statistics and percentiles to kind of confound, uh, the surface, the surface meaning of, of what's being portrayed. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like, I, and that's kind of why I like the idea of percentiles because I think, you know, it's like a pretty easy concept. If you, if you're in the 95th percentile, you're in the top 5% of all test takers or it can be any other data point. But it sort of speaks to a struggle we have with statistics sometimes where, um, you know, like maybe people reporting aren't sure of the methods or oftentimes like we picked 85 and 95 for overweight and obesity, but those numbers might not necessarily make any medical sense. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like quickly a complicated subject once you start getting into how that statistic is going to inform your policy. And so in RateFast, we try to think like very carefully about what we're using this tool to accomplish because it should definitely start from a good firm understanding of what it, what it can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. And so why they, what precisely are our definitions of percentiles? How are percentiles working within RateFast? Sure. So we, we are doing the greater than or equal to version. So if you were in the 65th percentile, you would be, uh, how you have a score or some other measurement that's greater than or equal to 65% of all the other measurements. Um, and then we're pretty much following textbook protocol by compiling a lot of data. It can be on pretty much any number that you can order. Um, and then from that, we're either taking like AMA given guidelines for cutoffs or we're having to take maybe an ambiguous phrase and from that make our own uh, cutoff value. And all the while thinking about the strengths and limitations of using percentiles. One strength is that your data doesn't have to be smooth. It can be a very messy data set, but as long as you can put it in some order, you can count up until you reach a certain percentile and you're done. Mm -hmm. Um, One limitation, though, is kind of like we saw with the 
data that was uh, about like body mass index in America. Mm-hmm. A limitation from that is that uh, as your, you know, as your population changes, so like the American BMI spectrum has changed over the past 30 years, your data might not necessarily reflect current situations. So at RateFest, we're always feeding new data in, we're always updating our assumptions and always making sure our data set is fresh. Good. That's what I like to hear. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And it's such a, it's such a uh, really exciting phenomenon. I think this ability to collect all that, all those data set of workers injuries and be able to really get a sense of the landscape of what these, what these injuries are looking like and what the data sets that come out of them are looking like. So we can kind of make an index like the BMI, although hopefully not um, confuse so many people or, you know, yeah. um, have it be 30 years without resetting, re- resetting the baseline. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's time for the United States to update that one. Yes, I'm with you there. Uh, great. Any, any last thoughts on percentiles today? You know, Claire, I think we covered pretty much everything I wanted to say on percentiles. They're pretty easy to calculate. You just need to order your data. And if you wanted the 65th percentile, you would just count up until you've encompassed 65% of all your data points. From that simple calculation, you can get a lot more complex with the policies they inform. But at the root, I think they're pretty simple concept. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I would say that it's it's been simplified by the podcast. and um, Hopefully. Hopefully. For any of our listeners curious about injury mapping or whole person impairment rating and percentiles, we have podcasts on both of those topics. And I encourage you to look back through the library and give it a listen. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Martin. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the California Workers' Comp Report. You can follow RateFast on Twitter at RateFast or visit www.rate-fast.com to learn more. 